Hey everybody and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm one of the pastors at Valley Christian Fellowship and today we get Paul speaking in some incredibly strong language to to his protege Timothy. We get Paul giving instruction and this instruction is it's under this term of a charge. Now this is a this is a strong urge the Apostle Paul is going to lay upon Timothy. And as we read this, I want you to see really the weight that Paul lays on Timothy and the significance that is meant to be conveyed in the instructions which follow. And so that said, let's jump into our text, chapter 6 still, verses 13 through 16. Here's what Paul says. He says, I charge you in the presence of God who gives life to all things. He says, I'm going to charge you first and foremost, what I'm going to instruct you, it's in the presence of God. This is the creator of all things and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession. Not only am I charging you before the one, the creator, but I'm charging you in front of the, the redeemer, the redeemer who, when he was faced with the the reality of looming death when he stood before Pontius Pilate he he made the good confession he he held firm to the path laid before him and uh he did not back down and this is what the charge is i charge you verse 14 to keep the commandment unstained and free from the reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here is the charge, that you are to keep the command. This is the really the, the command of the gospel, the message of Jesus and his death and resurrection, the command of the entirety of the revealed scripture that is God's character and how mankind is made right with God, to keep this command pure, unstained, without blemish, without any compromise whatsoever. Keep this command without any compromise whatsoever until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hang on. Fight the good fight like we saw yesterday until Christ returns. Verse 15, which he will display at the proper time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see, to him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. Now, this is just an incredible big God theology. This is Paul just laying it out there. Look at how awesome God is. The one who holds all dominion and all, all honor. He is the invisible God. This is who we, we're talking about, the, the God above everything. This is the one that Timothy is charged before. And this is the, the charge that I would argue extends down from generation to generation and generation until it lands in your lap, dear Christian. Brother or sister in Christ, this is the charge the scripture offers to us even today in our modern day that we are to keep the commandment unstained. We must not water down the gospel. We must not dilute it. We must not shave off the harsh edges. We must stand firm on the truth that Christ and Christ alone is the only way for anyone to be saved. And that salvation is seen in, in the life of someone who trusts in Jesus and Jesus' death to pay the price for our sins. In that, it leads us to, here it is, 
repentance. Repentance. See, most of the time, what is going to bring stain or impurity onto the commandment is when we compromise. When we compromise on Christ alone, when we want to say that there are other ways to be right with God, whether it's our own good work or, or other religious ideas, this is a compromise. No, it's the commandment is Christ alone. But the other way that we find this commandment stained is when we lessen the importance of repentance. When we begin to think repentance doesn't really matter, when we begin to make excuses for sins, when we look at the sins that are popular in our culture, in our world, that are socially acceptable, that the church stands against, and yet when the church stands against it, the church or individual believers, we catch heat. We become targets of of persecution or of angst and anger. The pet sins of our world today, like homosexuality and, and transgenderism or abortion, these kind of sins that we, we live in a world that wants to shave off those tough, sharp edges. We live in a world that wants to say that those things need not be repented of. We're just misunderstanding God's heart in these. No, we are not. God's heart is clear. God's heart is clear as revealed in the call to purity and marital faithfulness. God's heart is clear in his created order when he creates man and woman in his image distinctly as part of his creation. God's heart heart is clear when we see that God values human life even in the womb because human life is made in his image. These cultural issues that push against the church and and lure the church into compromise, listen, we we must take the charge upon ourselves. Let's just go back to the very very start of this. This is the charge that is issued. In the presence of God who gives life to all things and of Christ Jesus who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession. Here's the charge. You and I are to keep the commandment unstained and free of reproach. How long do we do this? How long do we persevere? How long do we hold on to this pure gospel? It says, until the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. We must never back down. We must never let go. We must never water down the gospel and we must never compromise our own lives. Our, Our moral standards that God has placed before us. No, we are to live lives of integrity, and of loyalty, loyalty to the gospel. This is, a, this is a high calling. This is a stern charge. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.